listening to the Mobcast Network. Hey everybody, welcome to the Occasional Gamers Podcast, aka the OG Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, the man in the hat, Aaron Porter, alongside the man formerly known as Aftershock. He's also the master of the 9.5. He is Lee Whitaker. How's it going, everybody? And to my right, your left, he's the leader of Vault 251 and the conqueror of the Wastelands. That's Sean Jones. I'm just happy to be here. Uh, yeah, that's true. So, uh, crazy week this week. We had E3. What? Uh, I know, right? E what? E3. How many E's? Three. This was the third E? E3. What happened? When was E1 and E2? Uh, a couple years ago. All right. Um, sure. So, before we get into all that, we always ask, what have we been playing? I think this is going to go pretty quickly, though. So, Sean, what have you been playing? Um. Well, it's... <laughs> Uh, obviously, I've been playing Fallout. We know this. Fallout. We know Fahaba? this by now. Fahaba. Fahaba? Yeah, a, a little bit. Have you gotten to the Fahaba? Uh, yeah, yeah. All I, right. I haven't. He sounds so whelmed. Like, <laughs> uh, listen, I know why. Because soon we're going to be talking about the Bethesda conference, and he's going to be so sad. And it's going to, it's, I, I'm going to enjoy the tears. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy the tears. I, I did actually play something else uh, briefly this week. Just what? Um, yeah, the uh, Torment, uh, Tides of Numenera. Uh, beta oh, yeah. for backers. Okay. Nice. Okay. Played a little bit of the basically the intro uh, character creation. How was it? That. It's okay. Yeah. It's um you know it's reminiscent of uh, Planescape Torment. It's it's based on yeah that uh, that game series. Um, sort of an RPG game like Baldur's Gate. Sure. Um, it was all right. You know, it seems like it has a good rich story to it. Um, the character artwork is a little plastic looking okay it's, it's almost um what do you call it cell shaded okay and i don't know it just looks a little too like they, i'm hoping that they're still working on and they the visuals yeah because it just but looked a little i like the cell it looked very and... early 2000s character art you know? oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was mm-hmm. a little weird um so but other than that i mean it, it was interesting yeah it certainly seemed interesting um but once i went through the character creation and all that which was uh, sort of reminiscent, actually, of Planescape Torments, you know, where you, you sort of go through these memories and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and you have to piece together who you are. And so through your choices, your character, uh, you know, your stats build from the choices you make okay. in the story. I was going to ask That's if, interesting. The, uh, if the character creation was similar to that of Numenera, the RPG. Probably. It sounds like it I is. I haven't actually played that. Yeah, it sounds like it is if you yeah. go through and choose. Uh, yeah, it's like a dream sequence. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that must be what it's pulled from. Cool, Maybe. which makes sense. Yeah. Um, awesome. So, but then the the story seems interesting. I just didn't actually play the story because the character creation took a while okay. to go through. Uh, which was uh, yeah, that was part of yeah. what made me go. Oh, I don't know. There's a way to speed this up. Did you? And you said you pre-ordered it. Um, I I actually was a backer on Kickstarter. Oh, okay. Way okay. back. No. Way back. Okay. So uh, yeah, so they just opened the backer beta, okay. so the backers cool. can start testing it. That's and um, cool. I'm not sure when they're going to open it to sales or whatever, but I think it's in pre-orders. Nice. Um, so that was interesting. That was fun. Cool. Um, something else, but I can't remember what it was because I didn't. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. It didn't click. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, Lee, what have we been playing? <laughs> well, we've been playing Overwatch. Yes, we have. Still. <laughs> uh, I will say. Didn't they hit a milestone with the players? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I forgot. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it, there are a lot of players. A lot of not great players. Some really good players. Some cheating players. Uh, I will say that this week there was one night where I was playing that it was the first night playing the game that I wasn't having fun. And it was just... It's because I wasn't there. You weren't there. Uh, and it was also just... It just... It seemed like every team we were on, like, we would capture the point and then everybody would scatter. Mm. And you're just like, please, please come I'm, back. I'm seeing that happen a lot lately. That's what happens in a lot of these multiplayer games is well, yeah. you get just fatigue. And, and that's the weird thing is, like, you know... The guy we're playing with, Jonathan, he's last when I played with him Thursday night. He was level 100. I, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm like 20 behind him. Yeah, right. and I'm about 20 behind him. Right. So actually, I just hit 50 last night. Oh, you might be about 30 behind me. Though. Yeah. Um. So it's 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 this weird thing where we're playing with all these high level people, so they know how to play the fucking game, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Cool, we captured the point." All right, I'm gonna go play Call of Duty. Bye. And you're just right, like, right. No, come back. Okay. And and as a healer, because normally I play Lucio and I like playing Lucio. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I'll stay on the point, and I see everybody go away, and then watch them go critical, and then die. And I'm just like, guys, I'm not coming out there. I'm not an idiot. I step <laughs> out of this point, I die. Right. Of course, I stay in the point, I die because everybody else is dead. Right. So, and that becomes just a vicious cycle mm-hmm. because by the time they all respawn and come out, I'm still waiting to respawn. So, yeah, they all the die. Cycle, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I come out and I'm like, well, shit. Yeah. So, apparently, they've already nerfed uh, McCree and Widowmaker on PC. On PC. And they have not done that yet on consoles. Uh, I cannot wait because fuck you if you play McCree on the Xbox One and you've killed me. I hate you and I want you to get hit by a bus. I actually played McCree last night uh, yeah. because all of my characters were taken. Mm. And I don't like to double up. I know it's okay to double up. Sometimes I like to double up. Double up. Some, uh, uh. some Symmetras and some Torbjorns on defend. That's just hilarious. Uh, but <laughs> I don't like to double up when we're on attack. So sure. I played uh, McCree, Route 66. I'm like, this is perfect. We're in a desert-type sure. town. There's cacti. I'm a cowboy. And I got around behind uh, Reinhardt and did the... Uh, fan the hammer. Fan the hammer. Killed him immediately and it felt like shit for doing it. Because that happens to me every time. And I was like, oh man, I'm just going to be Lucio, guys. I'm just going to bring a healer. I'm sorry. We uh, we ran into a few times uh, where we keep finding groups that are like, no, let's all play the same character. Come on, guys. It's fun. Come on. And the way you do that in Xbox uh, One, and I'm, I'm guessing also on PlayStation 4, is you, like, spam, like, choosing that character. Mm-hmm. So you, like, choose the character, then you unchoose Back the character, out. and then you choose the character again, so it just keeps flashing that character. And that apparently is the international code for everybody play this character. Okay. And it's fucking annoying. It's like, no. <laughs> I don't... Uh, it turns out I don't want to play as May. Right. If I wanted to play as Ever. May... I would play as May, but I'm not gonna. I'm certainly not gonna play as six Mays on a team. No, stop. It's, that would be unstoppable, though. It's Think really of the not. We've tried. I know it's not. <laughs> I did it once because I was like, "Fuck it, whatever." This other team's kicking our ass. Let's have some fun with this. Um, That's how I play every time. But it's like, and we're starting to see more and more of that. And I think you know, I think some of it is people are getting bored because there are no, you know, there's not any new levels. There's no new characters, which mm. all that's coming. Right. 
but it it's definitely a uh you know, I could see where there's a little bit of attrition there where people are like, God, I just want to mix this up. All right, everybody play Torbjorn. It's like, no, man. Oh, my God, no. No, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't, I, I don't care. I watched, I watched a Let's Player. Actually, it was a stream the other day. Uh, and the team against uh, the streamer was uh, five Torbjorns and a Symmetra. Ooh. And that was just stupid. Yeah. It was just dumb. Every time he turned around, there was a turret killing yeah. him. Yeah, and that's just not... It's not fun, and it's like... For the other side, it's like, whoo, we won. It's like, yeah, but... Really, did you, you didn't. Did, did you? you, though? <laughs> you so. didn't do much of me. I hit Molten Core twice. <laughs> and then I went and hammered my turret. And then I hammered my turret. And got play of the game, because I hammered my turret. Fucking dumb. All right, uh, so... Enough of that. Enough Let's of that. About Let's get to stuff. the real news this week. We had E3. It was huge. Uh, huge. De- depending on depending on who you talk to, it was either a great E3 or it was the worst E3 ever. Fuck these people. Um, so let's start off with just everybody's uh, kind of favorite moment or game or something out of E3 that something that that caught your attention. You went, "That's really cool. I'm excited about this." So let's start. I there. have an idea what yours is. Well, let's go with yours first. All right. Uh, I was not aware of Sea of Thieves yet. Okay. And I'm excited. It's it's everybody has a job on a pirate ship. Yep. That looks like a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, it was funny because when I watched the Ubisoft uh, press conference, uh, which I watched it. I didn't watch that one live. I watched it, uh, I think, the next day. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, the, the gameplay trailer and everything came up. It was like people were making fun of it. And yet when I watched just the gameplay trailer on uh, Kotaku, I was like, this is fucking awesome. I want to play this game. But it was it was this weird thing. And it's something I'm going to talk about a little later. This is weird thing watching it um, like via stream where mm-hmm. there's a chat going and like watching everybody just rip this thing apart. And you're like. I just watched this trailer before I watched this and I and I had a completely different experience. Mm-hmm. What's different here? Um and it, it made it really it, it's this awkward thing where you're like, no, I'm excited about this. You guys can all make fun of this. I wanna fucking play this game. I wanna get six of us together and drive a fucking pirate ship around and somebody drive and they can't see because the sails are in the way and they gotta have somebody up on the crow's nest going, No, you turn right, just rock and what? Turn left? Oh god. You know, I want all of that to happen. Right. It's it's gonna be Sid Meier's Pirates. First person. First person. You had one job. You Morty. had one job. All you had to do was fire the cannon. You fired the wrong cannon. All you had to do was bail water out of the the hull or whatever words i don't know all the words yet i'm not a pirate um but i yeah i i I was excited about that too i thought that was i thought that was a really interesting idea it is interesting that we read before we came on that it's not going to be free to play not going to be free to play Hmm. they haven't explained how they plan to monetize it outside of just buying the game outside of just buying the game yeah because, you know, I figure that's going to be like Overwatch. I mean, you right. buy the game or GTA. You buy the game. You have access to anything. Sure. I mean, season pass, maybe. I mean, but they even said it wasn't going to be just 
like a season pass type thing. It, they plan to monetize it somehow. They don't know how yet, or they or they do don't and not want to tell us how yet. Right. right. So, yeah, that's a good choice. I like that, Sean. <laughs> Obviously, I watched the Bethesda yes, uh, you did. conference. Yes. Um, I actually did not pay much attention to E3 after that. Okay. Um, just during the week, um, my my brain doesn't uh, engage fun. that way. Sure. Um, you know, I, I saw news on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. Right. Uh, and, and the various websites here and there. The uh, the biggest thing I took away from the conference overall was there was a lot of VR hype. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. And in some ways, it it was very encouraging to see so much VR stuff being worked on. And uh, and on the other hand, VR has a long way to go. Absolutely. <laughs> there, Absolutely. There is so much that you you find out watching these how just jury rigged the games are. Right. To make them work in VR, it's not the way you would expect or hope the games were. Like movement apparently is so jarring to the the human brain mm -hmm. that there's some weird way that they they use the code to when you move you don't actually move you teleport teleport right right in in these weird steps to me that would seem almost more jarring than movement well for but some it reason, has something to do with the load yeah um and, and part of it is your brain if you you know if you're for instance if you're holding a controller and you press forward just like you would if you're playing right. you know a game you press forward and your character starts walking when it's on a screen, it's not that bad. But when it's a full VR thing, you're pre you're pressing forward, but you have getting, the urge to move forward. Yeah, you're getting the feeling as if you should be walking forward, mm -hmm. and the world is moving, but you're not. Yeah. And it, it 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 can make you really disoriented. Um, and that's the reason why you know a lot of games are, are moving to the, right. the teleport thing. Uh, which brings me to something that uh, I want to talk about uh, a little bit later, but we'll talk about it now. Sure. Fallout is going to be in VR, right? Which I thought was fucking awesome. Yeah, until I saw until yeah. until it came out that the way you get around is by teleporting, right. I was which like, is ridiculous. I was like, that's a big world. It's hard enough to move around as it is. Yeah, yeah. In that game, in, in some situations. So I think they've got to do something about that. Yeah, like that's not going to work. Like that yeah. is not. Uh, that's that's not going to be. That's not the way I would want to experience that game in VR. Right. And I haven't even played the fucking game. You've played the game. Right. Imagine imagine if you were having to get around the world by pointing mm. and clicking and then it moves you to that spot and then it's like it's like being on Google Maps. Right. Doing street view and you're like, right. all right, I'm gonna go here and Blink. Goes, zoop. Zoop. And you're like, all right, I just wanna I just wanna drive down this road. Could you have a drive feature? So to know? me, for some reason, that would be more disorienting than the disconnected sensation of not walking when walking right i think they should i think they should have the ability to i think we'll get used to that movement i, I agree um i think they need to turn on uh or have that be an option where you can right you know, yeah use that would be great to, to, if you to want to teleport around fine if that yeah. works best for your vision or your yeah, yeah. I, I think that would be the best option. Uh, I, More options is always good unless it's over. <laughs> one, one thing somebody said about uh, all of that, because there was a big discussion mm -hmm. about the, the teleporting and how there are a lot of people like us who are not interested in, yeah, in, in that weird. being the main mode of transportation. And somebody was talking about the, the whole motion sickness and everything. So which the response I, I heard was, take some Dramamine and shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. It's like if... Sorry, sorry. Like, if if it's not for you, unfortunately, you know, no. you know, it, it'll get there eventually. Right. You know, it's like eventually they'll make 
they'll make those uh, little walking pads cheaper, mm-hmm. and you can just get on one of those and walk, yeah. and then it'll be it'll be like normal. All right. But we're not there yet. We will be, but until then, here are the growing pains. Right, and and there are um, people working on devices mm-hmm. that would make that more, you know, normalized. I saw like a wobbly board that somebody yeah, made. Yeah, there's a wobbly board. I'm not too like, on board. I'm not too on board with that. <laughs> uh, uh, they uh, there were people that were basically uh, creating devices that basically connect the Vive controller to your arms and okay. to your legs that point at your hands and feet. Okay. But even that looked really weird. Yeah. Um, but there are there are people, and I don't know why it didn't get a lot of talk, but there are people that are working on actual gloves and actual boots. Power gloves? So when you move your feet, the character moves. Okay. You know, and you can push forward or backward on your controller, and it'll move forward or backward. So you actually walk. And it'll get tiring, but that's kind of, kind of the point. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you want to use it as a physical means well, and, to experience the world. And that's one of the things that I and actually... I can believe that they didn't really get into that. And that's, that's one of the things I really like about the uh, HTC Vive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even though they're having problems with their uh, their light towers, or, or uh, lighthouses, um, that, you know, you have to use the teleport to go distances. Right. But once you're there, you've got whatever the size of that room is mm-hmm. to walk around in. Right. So it makes it much more of a... It's almost like a hybrid of the two things that we're mm-hmm. we're talking about, and I think that's a I think that's a better experience. Now Fallout Four is going to be in VR on HTC Vive. Mm-hmm. I think that that can make it a little better than say if you had it on an Oculus and you're right. stuck, you know, just standing in Using one spot, your you know, toggle switches, yeah. right? So I think that'll be a little better because um, imagine you know teleporting to a spot, hitting vats, mm-hmm. and then going, all right, I want to shoot him in the face. Shoot that thing, right. you know, and it's like, all right, go. And I'm just like, yeah, that was awesome. You know, I think those moments will still be cool, but it would be really nice to have that choice between not having to teleport mm-hmm. and being able to use a control stick to get around or going, no, I'll, I'll just teleport because yeah. I don't want to throw yeah. up. Did you, did you see the video about the, uh, it was very, very short when the guy uh, forgot he was not a turtle? <laughs> he was playing no. a game where you're, you're basically a turtle in it. And something about it was like swimming or going through a cave or something like that. Sure. So he he crawled like he got down on the floor and was crawling, even though he didn't need to, like because nice. he had the controllers. He could just you know nice. move forward about. So, but instead, you know, he's ducking and he's like getting on all fours, crawling, and they're like, um, you 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 don't need to do that. That's awesome. <laughs> so he's yeah. So you know, it I took him out of. I don't see why you wouldn't do that. Well, I mean, that's the that's limited. your viewpoint. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. It was interesting to watch how just how like somebody got so immersed in it yeah. that they they forgot they were in the real world in a virtual world. Right, right. So your uh, your top moment leads into mine because mm-hmm. my top moment is Star Trek Bridge Commander, right? Or uh, Bridge Bridge Crew. Yeah, um, that was interesting. Oh, God, it looks so cool. <laughs> um, and that that was yeah. enough. That was enough right there to sell me on a PlayStation VR, even though it was on the the Ubisoft. Uh, right conference uh and we'll talk about uh, conference overviews here in a second because i've got some thoughts on the ubisoft conference but um like watching the gameplay trailer where it's three folks from the uh you know from from the star trek universe and then and and then obviously somebody from ubisoft they're playing and just like i was like this is i want this in my life 
I don't know how I'm going to get enough people on VR to be able to play this. Right. But I want I, I want to sit in a room. Get to be Worf. I want to sit in a room, and I want to be able to like, all right, you know, comes. Yeah, it's like it's like get get us out of here, <laughs> ensign. You know, and somebody sitting there like trying right. to. I don't on. I don't have the power. <laughs> Helm. I want I want this to happen, and it was such a cool thing. Right. And I and I am a, a you know I'm a Jordy LaForge fan. I'm a LeVar Burton fan. Uh, it was really cool to like. He's a gamer, right? But, yeah, uh, yeah. His daughter uh, just started working at Achievement Hunter. Uh, you also know, a gamer. She, she's a gamer, obviously. Uh, and he's he's a legit gamer. Like he loves gaming. Yeah, you can really tell does. that he. And he was in there playing yeah. that, and it was like you could see the excitement on his face. You could see how how happy he was to take that experience that they were doing on the show and go. Here's kind of. The make-believe thing that we were doing in our heads when we were acting, mm-hmm. here's kind of that for you. Now, the graphics are not great. No, yeah. Uh, but VR graphics aren't going to be great for a little while. Yeah, but, um, but even then, I don't know if I always want... a visor. Yeah. <laughs> he got... It's true. <laughs> so He was yeah. VR before oh, VR was cool. I'm Jordy LaVord. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if I always want all my VR to be realistic. I think, uh, I think for certain certain things that would be cool yeah uh but at the same time i also uh i i don't want that to be the norm mm-hmm. you know it's like now we the great thing about where we are in gaming right now is we have games that look very very real but we also have games that very don't look real at all you know um and it's kind of you have your choice mm-hmm. where for a while there you didn't have your choice everything was real but uh everything looked real but it was also very brown or yeah, gray, yeah. Yeah. you know, it was like, it was like, all right, this is, all right, make it look good. All right, now throw that gray filter on there. Perfect. We did it. Right. You know? So, uh, I want it to look real because Beverly Crusher. Oh my. <laughs> I want it to look real because, uh, uh Jonathan Frakes. Will so, Wheaton. Oh, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Wesley. Wesley. Uh, so yeah, I can't wait for that. Uh, that sold that sold a PlayStation VR. Yeah, that game alone sold PlayStation. I VR damn near bought the five. <laughs> I was wow, like, uh, I can't justify it yet. Yeah, I can't. I, I I want the Vive is what I want. Right. I can't afford that. I can't afford PlayStation VR when mm-hmm. it comes out. It's going to be the cheapest of all of them. It's also going to not. I would have to own a PlayStation. You're going to have to own so. PlayStation Four for that. Already on that. Um. But. It's, you know, it, it was enough for me to go, all right, I, I'm in. You know, mm-hmm. before it was like, I'm excited about VR, but I want to kind of give it some time. I want to give it uh, a chance to kind of get some of the bugs worked out, some of the issues worked out, the teleporting, for instance. But that game, I was like, nope, that's a reason for me to buy it. Because if I can, and and the developers, uh, when they were talking to uh, Rooster Teeth, when they were doing the stuff at, uh, for YouTube Gaming, um, they did mention that, Yes, it would be nice if you had four people together mm-hmm. to play that in a living room, but you can also play it online. Yeah. In so, a living room, so it'll be couch. It, you can do couch co-op, or you can do um, uh, you can do it online. Huh. Yeah. That's, I was, that's awesome. Yeah. And I think that's probably why the graphics are crappy. Are are so or low? Less. Is because yeah. they you know they want to be able to do the couch co-op stuff. And you're churning out so much so information much, 
and now you're having to take that and split it into four headsets. Right, Woo! Right. Good yeah. luck. So, um, yeah, I want that game. I want yeah. that game in my life. And I was surprised, actually, that Microsoft really didn't talk much, if at all, about the HoloLens. They, they purpose, I think they purposely left it out because um, their focus right now is on the new, uh, yeah, on the Xbox Slim or the S and the Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which this is a great, uh, great Segway. moment to transition into sure. our, our quick conference overviews. Uh, so let's start with Microsoft, even though they weren't uh, first, first to go, it was the first one I saw mm-hmm. and watched. Um, I thought they had a great conference. Uh, I, don't think they did as well as Sony, but that's not saying anything because I think if you watch the Microsoft press conference by itself, it was fucking phenomenal. There was great pacing. There was great stuff in there that you cared about. They threw stuff in there that you didn't know that you cared about. <laughs> um, they gave you better looks at, at games that you know they talked about last year and gave you a bit more like ReCore. ReCore looks interesting. I don't know if it's something I'll pick up, mm-hmm. but I'm interested. Um you know, so they did a very good job of sharing that information. And I loved starting off talking about the Xbox One S and finishing with the Scorpio. And the Scorpio is uh, a beast of a machine. Yeah. And they absolutely changed what. And and I this is my opinion. I've heard this opinion from other people. Microsoft came in and changed what Sony was going to talk about because mm-hmm. they were going to come in and talk about the new uh, PlayStation 4K system and they got the leaked specs of scorpio before and they were like we are not talking about our system because our system does not hold a candle to this and if you're a playstation fanboy you can argue with me all you want but there are a ton of industry experts that agree with me so please feel free to hit me up on twitter at aaron underscore porter underscore is and i'll tell you why you're wrong um don't please don't do that it'll just make his head bigger but he'll be harder to live with that's true but the Scorpio, you know, the six, the the thing everybody jokes about, but it's still very impressive. The six teraflops of, uh, <laughs> right. you know, uh, of graphic processing power. Uh, that's awesome. You know, that's, and you're getting actual, according to what they said, actual 4K gameplay. Yeah. yeah. That's impressive. That, that, that is the big term to come out of E3. Oh, yeah. Teraflops. Teraflops. I'm going to teraflop it on you. I'm going to teraflop in your ass. I watched a <laughs> soccer game last night. There was teraflopping all over the place. They were just falling down. Hurt, acting like they had shot. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, who was that? I don't remember. Uh, Penguins. It was, it was awful though. It was awful to watch. Um, but yeah, Microsoft's press conference was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, and then you go and you see Sony's press conference with the live orchestra play. You know, playing the opening, and that leads right into. Uh, the new God of War, which they are very, very... It was an interesting mechanic on that. Very important that you do not call it God of War 4. That's right. They are, they are, they do not like that. They will send people to your house. They are angry if you call it God of War They won't let you play it. (laughs) They will be banned. It is, it is God of War. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Because they're kind of not rebooting. They're just... This is... Starting the new story. Yeah, yeah. supposedly the same same guy, pretty much new story. Right. But it's not really going to be Kratos, though. It is, though. It, it is. is, but it's it's he's an older, wiser Kratos with a with a son. Yeah. Um, 
which I thought was interesting. I thought yeah. it was an interesting twist. Um, and I watched a, an interview with one of the developers, and he was talking about, uh, and he he said that they brought back a lot of the original crew from the very mm-hmm. first God of War, and he said that they were, uh, you know, the story that they're wanting to tell. It's it, it, the game in the past. God of War was was focused on on rage and anger mm-hmm. and killing, and this is not that. You know, this is much more of a, a, a of, of a you've, you've uh, chosen the wrong pantheon <laughs> <laughs> well and, and that's the thing is one of the questions they asked is why is why is kratos angry at uh the norse gods and he kind of deflected the question but he hinted at the fact that kratos isn't angry at the norse gods that he's not there to do what he's what he did in the first games where yeah. it was i need to slaughter all the gods it was you know, there's a different reason why he's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what that is. And they actually sold me on that game. I beforehand, you know, a few episodes ago, we talked about it, and I said, I'm "Not interested." You know, it, I don't think you need another God of War at this time. And then I saw that the the gameplay, and I was mm-hmm. like, "This looks interesting. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty. It looks looks good." I would, and the story was interesting, and I liked I liked his interactions with the uh, with the kid. I thought that added something to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a sucker for a good story, man. If you've yeah. got a good story along with good gameplay, you've got me. So I'll probably end up picking that one up. Yeah. Did, you, did you see how the uh, experience points get shared with the kid? Yeah. And the kid learns from him, so the kid begins to pick up his yeah. moves. And yeah. His, yeah. Was, uh, that's awesome. That's yeah. that's a really cool mechanic. Yeah. yeah. And they 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 did ask you know essentially about like a morality type system, like can you corrupt your child mm-hmm. by you doing evil things. And they said that that's not in the game. Like, but there are certain things, like as you do them, like you said, he'll kind of pick up on it. He'll he'll it it changes the way that the game plays. Right. But they have a specific story they want to tell, um, and so they're going to go through that story. And I was like, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it bugs me that now it's like every game has to have a morality system, and every game's got to have yeah. all these. Uh, it's got forty three endings. It's like I don't know. I don't want forty three <laughs> endings. You know, if you give me three endings, I'm happy. Right. You know, or even just if you have one I just, great I like ending. a good ending. If honestly. you have a great ending, I'm sold. I don't have time to play through 43 endings. Well, and, My dad does. And it's like watching... And he does. A, you know, it's like watching a movie, and it's like you get to the end, and there, you know, we've seen movies that have shitty endings. Uh, you get to the end, yeah. imagine like, you know, going, oh, I don't like that ending. Do it again. And they're like, oh, okay. Okay. Sure. You know? Uh, you know, no, that's, that's uh, g- not a choose your own adventure book, guys. Right. Just, uh, and so that's a little different. One of the difference with gaming, but I don't think you need a shit ton of endings. And they've pretty much said we don't have that. Yeah. This this is the story we're telling. This is the story you're gonna, you know, be a part of. So uh, I I was I was sold on that. I thought Sony did have the best press conference of the uh, of the week. I thought they did a great job. Uh, but there was a lot of stuff. Since I'm not really huge in the Sony uh, world, I there was things that that they talked about that I was like, oh, okay, a fucking uh, uh, Crash Bandicoot coming back, yay! <laughs> People flipped out, and I was like, oh, that's cool, I guess. You right, know, I'm, right. uh, but there's a reason why they stopped making them. Mm-hmm. I hate I to tell you that I wasn't a fan when they were making them. I yeah. mean, it's you know, Colin Moriarty, uh, well. It was funny because I was watching the kind of funny uh, stream of it, and when they announced it, Tim uh, Tim Geddes lost his freaking mind. Like 
he went nuts because he was so excited like that. Because before they said, "What are you gonna? What do you think you're gonna see?" Right. And he goes, "I." He goes, "It'll never happen," but I would like to see Crash Bandicoot here. And so then the music fucking hits, and the guy comes walking out, and they have the the shadow like his shadows Crash Bandicoot walking along beside him, and and he's like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Like he was freaking out, and then they they said, "You know, oh, Crash Bandicoot's coming back." He's like, ah! Like he went nuts. I did not realize it was such a large. Crash there are Bandicoot people who base. love Crash Bandicoot, and I just don't get it. Like I'm like, okay, it's it was one of the PlayStation One platformers. Right. Yeah, you know, it's like, okay, cool, I guess. Yeah, I so I don't know. Uh, good for him. Just sort of blends in with you know like Ratchet and Clank and yeah, yeah. It's just all well, kind of the same. And Colin Moriarty tweeted out I think yesterday the day before. Uh, if you uh, if you're wondering why. We stopped making games like that. You'll be reminded whenever you play this on, on PS4. <laughs> it's like, no, there's a reason why. We stopped making those for a reason. If the market wanted those games, we would still be making those games. Right. Yeah, Sonic would still have a career. That's right. right. You know, instead of showing up in whatever Mario's doing. Right. Uh, Detroit, uh, Become Human or Beyond Human or something like that. That looks awesome. That that's sold, uh, sold me on it. Um... Overall, I thought Sony's uh, press conference was great. Hideo Kojima was there, which is very cool. Uh, his game looks fucking weird, but that's Hideo Kojima. <laughs> right. uh, I don't uh, even know if that's his actual game. I think he might have just been trolling people. <laughs> I, but I think, it's, I think it's weird because people see that and they're like, shit, Kojima's back! And I'm like, it, it, he is. Yeah. You're, you're right. But he, it wasn't anything. And, and what he showed, you know, it's cool. Norman Reedus is there. That's, that's cool. Yeah, naked. Uh, however, I, I hate to tell you this. Uh, you're not going to see that game until probably 2019 at yeah. the earliest. Yeah. So. Good luck. Yeah. Enjoy waiting. You know, it's like. And when it comes out, the game will probably be a masterpiece. It'll probably be. Sure. It'll sure. probably. Uh, okay. Amazing story. Ton of fun. And there's a lot of hype about it right now. Like, what does this mean? What does this mean? There's a good chance even uh, Kojima doesn't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It seems to develop as he goes. Well, and, it, and like I said, this game's not coming out for a very long time. Yeah. And that was one of that was one of my takeaways from a lot of the conferences, but especially Sony's conference. They showed a lot of really cool stuff. Didn't give you a lot of dates. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's like man, all this looks really cool. And I heard that about uh, a lot of the conferences. A yeah. lot of things that were announced, and then they're like, "Stay tuned." Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll let you know. And it's like, okay, great. And a few well, things that were announced, they said, yeah, we're going to, originally it was going to be 2016. Hmm. We're, we got some stuff to work on. It's yeah. going to be 2017. Right. Early. Early 2017. 2017. That, became, that became the go-to date right. yeah. uh, throughout, the, uh, throughout the conference. Early 2017. So apparently early 2017 is going to be amazing. Or maybe they'll all get bumped later in the year. Oh. Gee. I mean, that, that might happen. Probably. Um. So, you know, I liked Sony's press conference. I liked Microsoft's press conference. I like big butts. I did not watch uh, Nintendo's uh, Treehouse or whatever and they call it. And you call yourself a gamer. You didn't watch any of them. That's true. Uh, Nintendo's, uh, I didn't watch it, but everybody was super excited about uh, Zelda. Zelda. Mm -hmm. And they absolutely should be because uh, I watched the gameplay trailer for that and it looks fucking cool. Yeah, yeah looks like a yeah. good game. I, uh, you know, there's, there's now talkie talk in the world. Yeah. Voice acting. Yep. Which seems to be the thing is adding voices to characters that traditionally don't have voices. Right. Um, so there's that there, uh, the fact that it's, 
they're taking kind of a different direction with it. It's much more open world, mm-hmm. much more. Yeah. Uh, the world is apparently huge. Like they were, um, uh, Tim Geddes was talking about when he when he got to play it. He was kind of giving them shit about like the size of the world, and they said, "Okay, uh, so you see this little you see this square right here?" And it's like, "Yeah." He goes, "That was um, Ocarina of Time." He goes, "Okay." And he goes, "Now this is the size of the map," and he's like, "Oh my god!" It's like the map is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like The Witcher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing is like this this uh, this seems like Legend of Zelda meets The Witcher. Mm-hmm. I'm so there's going to be boobs. Uh, Zelda boobs. <laughs> but square nipples. Uh, well, mm. you know. Well, it happens. Yeah, and Link's, elf caps. Link's not going to be a woman, so that's new. Yeah, because there's guess. Linkle. Linkle's out there somewhere. No. Yeah. Which is such a dumb name. But she has twin crossbows. That's cool. That's badass. Yeah. Um, as for the developers themselves... Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Bethesda. Yeah. Started it off. It was a hot, cold mess. Yeah? Yeah. Was it, it Luke? It was Luke. You know, there were some interesting, very interesting things. Um, the They announced three more DLCs. Um, they announced one major area, mm-hmm. um, which is Nuka World, which was right. no surprise to anyone, but a surprise because we weren't sure if it was going to be called Nuka World. Right. Uh, from the leak that happened about a month ago. But um, it's interesting. It's an amusement park that apparently will be uh, controlled by raiders, and then you actually get to side with the raiders. So I guess they're making raiders a new faction. Interesting. Whether or not, they still haven't said whether or not that's actually going to reflect back into the vanilla game where you can then come out of the vault and actually become a raider instead. No one's quite sure there. Um, We have to wait probably until at least August for that. Right. Um, So, you know, it looked interesting. It's a new area. It's not as big as... uh, some hope maybe, but we'll see. Um, they added a uh, workshop called Contraptions. I saw Which that. adds a mm-hmm. whole bunch of parts for building almost like an incredible machine type stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and assembly lines and factories and whatnot, which everyone was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't it, seem very Fallout. Uh, I, my favorite thing was when they were showing uh, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, once again, I was watching the Kind of Funny broadcast of yeah. it. And... Uh, Greg Miller, who's a very big fan of Fallout, mm-hmm. but he does not like the building aspects. Right. He, he actually goes, he goes, stop trying to make me fucking care about building right. things. Exactly. That's And then they showed where you can build your own vault. Then they added the vault. But again, <laughs> it, <laughs> that, <laughs> oh, okay. That <laughs> still seems like a separate part. Like yeah. it, it's like they took Fallout Shelter and shoved it into Fallout 4, True. which is supposed to be an open world RPG. Right. So once again, they're 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 really forcing us to focus on building, right? Instead of exploring, right? And one of the main complaints about Fallout Four was, even though there was this story, it wasn't as in depth as past Fallout's. That wasn't as involved, right? It's just seen. It, it seemed very cut and paste, cut and paste. And then they added Far Harbor, which added a lot more mood and a lot more story. Everyone's like, okay, they're they're kind of improving. They're moving in the right direction, right? They're moving in the right direction, um, but parts of that don't reflect back into the vanilla game, right? Which everyone's like, oh, that's weird. And and I mean, even <laughs> Pete Hines even admitted after the conference during an interview that the dialogue tree and the limitations yeah. of the dialogue itself that 
it, it wasn't successful. It failed, basically. He said right. it failed. It didn't go well with the uh, players, which is no surprise. Right. And I still don't understand how they couldn't have done more with it. Everyone's like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's voiced. It's some, only so far you can go. I'm like, no, they really could have done more. Right. They could have. They just chose not to. Right. Um, so there's some really interesting and exciting parts, but it just doesn't feel like Fallout. It feels like it's become Vault Tech. Right. Open world sandbox building game. You know, right. it's not Fallout. Right. And I, so, well, as, as somebody who's an outsider. And, and they said, this is, this is it. Like right. we were expecting at least one more Big, major yeah. DLC region. Right. And that's, nope, that's it. Oh, more, I, more building. <laughs> yeah. As somebody who is um, an outside, uh, outsider on this, uh, I will say that out of all the things they presented, uh, the Nuka World, Seemed really cool. Seems interesting, yeah. Uh, but I loved the idea of kind of the 3D the Fallout 3D shelter. The 3D vault stuff looks yeah. crazy incredible. I, I was like, As I was, a separate game, I would probably love that. Yeah, you know, and I was, I was like, that kind of, I, I like that in the fact that you right. can experiment on your, uh, <laughs> right. uh, on your vault dwellers and all that. I was like, I was like that's, that's a really cool right. idea. Um, but I could understand where... It just doesn't seem to fit the protagonist. Right, exactly. Like, it's not, it doesn't seem like something you would, like, your protagonist would be like, all right, guys, hey, I've built another vault. You guys want to come down? Right. You guys want to, you want to yeah. go, go in the vault? Mm. Huh? You no. want to go in there? Like, and, that, and that's I'm part cool of the here. limitation of what they, they built in the story. I mean, even in Fallout 3, you only had so many things you could do because there was a certain story they were trying to tell. Right. And I get that. And they even said that's why they went with this dialogue tree and this specific path because they, and they didn't allow a lot of freedom in your play as, as far as, you know, building the type of character you wanted. Right. Which is understandable because they had a certain story they wanted to tell. Right. But then they go and some of these additions just goes so sideways from that. I think... You're like... Honestly, I think no they sense. saw uh, the success of Fallout Shelter mm -hmm. and they realized, hey, there's a whole other market here that we, right. can, that we can go after. And um, well, the vaults looks like what people were thinking Fallout Shelter would be like. Yeah, which they've brought Fallout Shelter to they, they PC. Have, they which have, is interesting. and they've improved it, and they've added some things that almost make the two games look like they're merging. Right. So it's interesting. Yeah, but you have to wonder if maybe the hype for Fallout Shelter was because people were waiting for Fallout. Right. I think there's. I think there's of some of that, but I, I also think that there's a large number of people who played Fallout Shelter, who will never play a Fallout game. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. As a matter of fact, Fallout Shelter is very successful on, on the mobile platform, and a lot of those people had never played a Fallout game before. Yeah. Like, and do not play Fallout 4. Right. They just strictly play that, and it's, which is interesting, because there's only so far you, you can go in Fallout Shelter. Right. You know, it's one of those mobile-type games where you, you just, you get to a point, and you're like, uh, there, there's no real progress. You just right. keep amassing wealth essentially right, right it's like i did it um you can only build so far so but they've added apparently they've expanded you, you can add more rooms now and yeah. it builds up instead of also down okay. so you can actually yeah so you could build like a vault tower yeah cool huh. um you know I, I thought bethesda's overall press conference i thought it was good not it, great it was good they did a lot of repeating of the the trailers and the footage and right. stuff from last year and they were so, my biggest problem was they had a pretty decent pace 
and uh, Pete Hines, the like you were talking about, he was the main presenter. Thought he did fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one of the things a lot of the conferences don't understand is that whoever your main presenter is, they have to be good. Right. Uh, otherwise, it makes that conference awful. Like EA, EA's conference was not good, and part of that was because the guys talking. I just didn't give. I didn't care about them. Pete Hines was. He seemed like a real dude. Mm-hmm. Like he just seemed like. Like he seemed like one of the guys who would be sitting around this table right now talking about games. Right. You know, and it's just like, like he was just kind of a normal person. It's like, all right, I that I can buy into that. Um, but when they got to the end and they started talking about Dishonored Two, good lord, the, <laughs> the, it was like, it was like they hit the brakes and it just everything about it died. And it's like I never played Dishonored. Right. Me. Um, it. Dishonored 2 looks, looks fantastic. Looks like a great... Yeah. And if they would have just stuck with the trailer that they had with the dude talking over it, cool. I would have been fine with that. And then they got into like, all right, well, let's show you some gameplay. And then they're going through the gameplay. And it's gameplay for a game that's... Uh, it's an RPG. Mm-hmm. So it's not high-paced action. Right. You yeah. know? It's like, all right, she's moving here. She's climbing up this. She's going here. Oh, she's sneaking. Here's a cool ability that she can do. Right. All right, well that was cool. It was very Bioshock. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is, this is good, but mm-hmm. I, it's not something that I feel like I need to be spending so much time watching. That was the thing is that a lot of people who even were excited about Dishonored were like, oh wait, they're not done yet. <laughs> and they, yeah, they just kept going. They just kept talking about it, and you're just sitting there going like, they're, okay, can like, we can we not? I don't know if they just think it's bigger than maybe it really will be received. I think they're hoping. Yeah. I, I, you know, and last year, last year they had, they knew they had a home run with mm. Fallout Four, um, and you know, being able to say, "Oh, and Fallout Shelter is available now." Right. You know, anytime a developer does that, that is the coolest thing in the world. When you go, by the way, by the way, we've got this game, it's available now, and you're like, "What?" Mm. Or, or the beta, it's open right now. You can go sign up, and you're just, like, "That's such a cool right. thing." The only thing they did that with this year was they said, Doom is, you can now download a demo of it. Right. That was the only thing that they had, boom, you could do right now. Right, and it was uh, and it was because they used to be so big in shareware. I was like, <laughs> I like that. I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, Which I downloaded it, haven't played it yet. Okay. Uh, did you catch the, um, the announcement that wasn't an announcement for the next Wolfenstein? Yes, in the boot-up sequence yeah. for, um, which game was it? Uh, that was for... I blanked on it. Was it? No, no, it was Quake. It was the new it Quake. It was Quake. That's yeah. right. Quake looked pretty cool. Quake looked fucking great. Yeah. That, I'll I'm play actually, that. I haven't played, I'll suck at it, but I'll play it. <laughs> I haven't played Quake since the first one, so I'm actually yeah. interested in that. But yeah, the, there was a boot-up sequence, like somebody turned on their computer, and there was a list of stuff. And I'm... Personally, I'm not sold on the fact that it says that it's a new Wolfenstein... Well, it's a lot the of the Wolfenstein dates were a little listing. strange, and yeah. it was under the Wolfenstein listing without yeah. a date next to it. Right. So, you know, until they actually officially say, "Hey, this is Wolfenstein." Yeah. I think it's. I think it is. I think they placed it there because they maybe are working on yeah. the idea of it, working on it basically, and they were waiting to see what the reception of it was. Yeah. So, I think in that regard, it was successful. So they'll probably we'll probably hear about it next year. Yeah. I. I but that that was interesting. I I thought that was a great way to yeah. do it. You know, it's like, just drop that in there, see if anybody yeah. catches it. Um, well, it's the internet. He's correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, but Bethesda also with the Skyrim, yeah? Oh, yeah, so they're yeah. remastering. Yep. 
Um, Enhanced edition. Yeah. That's right. Uh, they're going to release it on Xbox One, PS4, and a new one on PC. Mm-hmm. If you bought the original on PC, it will be You don't be have free. to buy it again. Yep. It just, That's cool. It just updates it. And the saves should carry over right. on PC. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's like any game. However, console. Well, and and yeah, anybody well, anybody who's bitching about just it the not way the coming console. over on console, it's like you had it on a 360. Now it's on Xbox One. Right. What makes you think it would move over? Seriously. And uh, you actually can go in because I did it. Uh, I took my 360 character, uh-huh. that save file, transferred it to my PC, played it just fine there. There you go. All right. Do that. Yeah. You know, if you still get your 360, if you don't, I can't. Well, joining you. the PC Master Race. <laughs> this is a, that was a really good Sergeant person, actually, by the way. Uh, so, um, you know, one of the things that uh, I thought was interesting overall with E3 was the fact that you didn't have, even last year, we were still talking about games coming out on both the 360, PS3 era games and, or uh, systems and Xbox One and PS4. And this year, it was like everybody kind of had to have that awkward conversation with those folks who are like, I'm still on my 360. And they're like, yeah, we're not making anything right. else for you. Not move new. up or move on. Yeah. You know, sorry. You still play your old games. Yeah. That'll be fun. You know, um, sorry. You got to, I mean, the console ended. Right. right. They're move showing on. new consoles beyond the one and the four. Yep. But I don't want to have to buy a new system. Don't. Then, then don't. Then don't. No. And, and listen, if you think going PC is going to be the answer, it really good luck. ain't. You're going to have to the the up the yeah. upgrading <laughs> happens faster on a PC than it does with a console. Um, so yeah, I hate it for you, but that's you that's, can't have everything. That's, yeah, you know, yeah. That's, there's a lot of things I want. Just all, can't have them. All yep. technology these days is just going so fast. Well, and I, and I think it's interesting that... You just, the um, key is to not try to keep up. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that Microsoft, uh, kind of going back a little bit, Microsoft talking about their consoles, they said that they were... Uh, well, I don't know if they actually came out and said this, but this was kind of the, the general feeling, is that they're, they're kind of getting people used to the idea, that, like, you know, with your phone, you replace it every couple of years. Mm-hmm. Your console, you know, we had a really long uh, console life cycle for the 360, the 360 and the 3. Yeah. Um, and it's like the problem was it got to the point to where the 360 graphics were so bad compared to PC gaming, and with uh, Xbox doing the uh, the 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 share uh, play anywhere, yeah, play anywhere, uh, where it's like, oh, I bought it on I bought it on Xbox One, I can now play it on PC for free. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, since they're gonna start doing that. They need things to keep up. So it looks like Scorpio is going to be a system that's going to be something you can upgrade along the yeah, way. So, yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, they'll go, okay, so we've got a new uh, graphics card that, that we've got for this. All you have to do, unplug the old one, mm-hmm. throw the new one in. And Perfect. I'm seeing that with a lot of devices now. Right. And I'm glad we're finally getting to this point where people are building things that you can upgrade. Right. And you can and swap parts out. Yeah. Yeah. It's we should have been here ten years ago. Well, and it's it's you know, we all we all have PCs. It's you can do that on a PC, but it's not easy. It's not as easy. Right. You know, it's like it's not it ain't plug right. and play. It right. says it is. 
It ain't. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you know, you have to take the side off. You have to go in. You yeah. have to clean, you know, if you're, if you're a good PC owner, you clean it out. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, you, got, you have to make sure you clean it out. Listen, yeah. I make sure the squirrel healthy. has plenty of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to keep flopping. Yeah. How, it, how it, many it, teraflops can it do? Oh, no, it's mostly uh, just flops. Oh, okay. Yeah, it would be nice if a lot more uh, PC parts were, you know, I, I'm not going to say hot swappable because that's not really... But swappable, you know. Yeah. I mean, you can pull your RAM. But out. hot swappable sounds like so much more fun. Yeah. There, there are some drives you can pull in and out without turning the machine yeah. up. Yeah. Things like that. But um. But yeah, swapping out. I mean, if you want to change your uh, your RAM, you got to make sure you get the right RAM right. for the motherboard. Uh -huh. If you want to swap out your graphics card, you got to make sure you get a graphics card that will work with the motherboard. Right. The if you want a new CPU, like the newest hottest CPU. You probably are going to have to upgrade your motherboard, your motherboard yeah. which yeah. means you're going to have to reinstall your entire system. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's ridiculous. Supposedly, with Windows 10, it should be easier to switch out your motherboard. Yeah. I'm still skeptical about that, but... Yeah. I, I don't know about the switching out. I will tell you, uh, I've seen a lot of people talk shit about Windows 10. I love Windows 10. I have... It's okay. I've, had, I've had absolutely no issues with Windows 10. The only, thing, the, one. the only major issue I have with it is, A, the layout... Of the the operating system desktop, I don't yeah. like the squares. I, I I downloaded something that reset it to the uh, old Windows Seven layout. I just like the the arrangement. Um, and the fact that you can't turn off updates, like you can set it to tell you that you have to restart your system, right. The update to install, right. But you can't tell it not to download the update. Meh, I'm they right force that updating. on. Just got an update. Well, but the problem is, is occasionally it downloads an update that is Microsoft says, we're not going to warn you at all, and we're just yeah. going to reboot your system. Yeah, that would be a problem. It's happened numerous times to people, yeah. even though they had it set to notify. Yeah. Something else that's happened So anyways, right now. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, <laughs> cell phones are becoming, you know, interchangeable. You yep. can pull parts out and stick them in. And uh, Out of the other conferences, EA was not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, EA was, uh, I, it was weird because they had it in two different places. Right, it was split. Uh, yeah, and it was just. And we're gonna talk about worst news slash moments from from the conference here in just a second. Uh, <laughs> Ubisoft's, Ubisoft's conference was weird. It was so long. It felt like, and and I like Aisha Tyler, so it's not her, but it was. It was like they would go, here's this awesome gameplay. And you go, my God, that was cool. And they go, great, let's bring somebody out to talk about it. And you're like, no, we just, we just saw what we wanted to see. And right. they're like, no, 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 shut up. You're going to listen to us talk to this guy for 15 to 20 minutes. And it was, it was like a, if it was a two-hour conference, if they would have shrunk it down to like a minute or uh, a minute, an hour a and minute? a half, yeah. they shrunk it down to an hour and a half, it would have been a fucking fantastic conference. They had a lot of really cool stuff in there. They just wouldn't stop it just look how awesome we are we are going. not the worst it's like god just stop and they're right they're not the worst ea had the worst but fuck just it was like they would build a pace and you're like oh man this is cool and now and we're gonna kill that slow so it down so we could talk to this guy <laughs> you know i was talking about uh star star trek bridge uh bridge crew they show the gameplay this is awesome i'm sold I want this game in my life. Let's bring out LeVar Burton. I like LeVar Burton. Now we're going to talk to him. 
about what he just said in the previous video. But don't take my word for it. Do do do. Um, you know, I was just like, I can't. Why? Why are we doing this? Stop. And then they started talking about Watch Dogs Two. <sighs> Watch Dogs One was okay. It was the, the driving sucked. Felt like you were driving a boat on land mm. at all times. It was just a Cadillac, man. Uh, yeah. Every car was a fucking Cadillac. I That's know. a problem. Uh, Cadillacs were awful. That that game was fun to watch. Yes. But uh, it, it did not meet expectations when they put the game out. And so now they're trying to kind of fix that. And they're like, here's Watch Dogs 2. And we're showing you all this cool stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, that looks interesting. And they're like, cool. Here's some more Watch Dogs 2. And I'm like, stop! Just stop talking about Watch Dogs 2. Some people just don't know when enough is enough. Yeah, it was it, it was the uh, it was what we're talking about with Bethesda. It's the exact same thing. There's making yeah. people interested, and then there is making people tired of hearing about yep. it. Okay, that's nice. I'm interested. I will look into it. Thank you. Please, God, move on. So E3, E3. You know the conferences uh, overall. Yeah. What, what was bad about EA? It was uh, EA. Uh, it was EA. Right. They didn't. They didn't really give me anything that I cared about. Right. And that's weird because I like a lot of EA games. And granted, they focus a lot on Madden. Right. And, and FIFA. The shit I don't care about. And you know, it's like they, they they focus on their sports games because their sports games make them money. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. I understand that. That is absolutely acceptable. I have no problems there. What I do have a problem with is when you focus on those games so much that like if if you have people who are watching who are not interested in that They've they're done. Yep. So why not save that and talk about it at a separate event or say hey, here's the new Madden. Cool. Here's the new FIFA. Here's the new shit you get in FIFA. We're moving on. Boom. You know, it's like it's like keep it moving. Right. They wanted to sit and talk about fucking FIFA forever and I actually like the FIFA games. Right. But I was like, this is... Let's talk to one of the players in the game. Yeah. And, and, and I, liked, I liked their new story mode. Their new story mode for FIFA looks fucking phenomenal. It looks so cool. Except for the fact that they just kept talking about it. <laughs> is it as good as the story mode in WWE Raw? N- yes. N- no. It is. It, it can't is. be. It is. It looks so really... So you almost right. feel like you played the damn game. It's because they showed so much of them. Right. Yeah. Well... You feel like that also because it's the same game that we right, had right. last year. Yeah. Now, Battlefield 1, they showed the trailer uh, for that. Whew, that looks good. That looks look so yeah. good. Um, the Ubisoft, was it Ubisoft? Yeah, Ubisoft with, uh, oh, no, it was PlayStation. Whoever showed the uh, Call of Duty, moder- or Call of Duty uh, the new one. Yeah. Uh, Pigs in Space. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that, that. Space picks and that gameplay uh, gameplay trailer sold me on that game. I went from it's Call of Duty, this is dumb, I don't mm-hmm. need to play this, to oh no, this looks fucking cool. Like when you can fight in space, and I don't mean fight in spaces in like like you're fighting in a in a ship. Right. You jump out of the ship. You're fighting as you're walking along on top of like this giant fucking spaceship, and then it's like all right, we need to get over there, kick off, and you're like flying through space and grappling hook to things and. Grapple, grappling hook people and pull them to you to kill them. That's cool. Uh, Titanfall 2 for the Titanfall EA 2. looked cool. Yep. Uh, and then they, they said, here's new the new multiplayer class. stuff. 
It looks awesome. New sword class. This looks awesome. They're like, cool. And now we're going to talk about the, the single-player campaign that everybody won in the first one that we didn't have. So here it is here. And you go, okay, cool. You guys are talking a lot about this. <laughs> and it's just, like that was the theme between right. Ubisoft and EA. It was like, you guys are talking a lot about this. About this. Can, you, can you not? Can you not? Right. Just give me this. Cut this in half. Give me this, and then let's move yeah, on. Yeah, they needed to shorten their conferences. Yeah. I mean, uh, but it was it's just it felt really disjointed hmm. uh, with EA. Um, and like I said, they didn't really give me a lot that I was I was like, oh my god, I have to have this. And uh, moving on to the worst news slash moments from the conference, fuck EA when it comes to Mass Effect. God damn it! I love Mass Effect, and it just seems like every E three they're like, okay, are you guys ready? Mass Effect Andromeda, here we go. And you're like, yes, yes, here it is. I want this. Here we go. And then they're like, and here's some dev diary. And they're like, you know, we're really working hard on this game, and now we're using the Frostbite engine, so it's really pretty. It's like, all right, cool, cool. And they're like, and you're going to be able to do all kinds of neat stuff, because think about it, in the Andromeda galaxy, you're the alien. And I was like, oh, that's a good twist. And they're like, all right, thanks. I'm like, Coming. no, what do you mean, no? Coming at the beginning of 2017. It's like, you've got to give... It has been so long since you announced this, right. and you've given us nothing. Absolutely nothing. And, and last year, I bitched about it, because I was like, this is ridiculous. How many years can they go without telling us anything? Right. We'll add another fucking year, because they were like, it's look, it's pretty. Frostbite engine. We love the Frostbite. Okay, bye. It's like, God You're the alien. It. Fucking just, oh my god, it made me so angry. The, the Dev Diaries things, it's interesting to see a little inside. I will go to the their website time, to watch it. Right, that. exactly. I was going to say, they could put it online for people to watch. And Bethesda kind of did a little bit of that too, where they're like, oh, look at us talking about how great we had a good time developing Fallout. Yeah. And uh, I hear some stuff, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what? There it is. All There's, I mean, you we know, did, did you've that. played the game. Conveyor belts. The only, the only developer style video that I saw that that made me happy was the Xbox One Scorpio thing, mm -hmm. where they were talking to developers and they're going, "This system is awesome. We want to make games for this system." And I'm like, and it's not just like, "Hey, we're a Microsoft, uh, you know, studio, so yeah. we, we want to make." You know, it was the dudes from Fallout. It was, right. you know, they're like, this is really cool, and we could do a lot of cool stuff with this. That's awesome. Yeah. But every other dev diary, you're watching, and you're like, I don't, I don't it's care. Cool at all, but. Like, I, I want, I, I'm, I support developers. I want them to make games. I think there are a lot of folks behind the scenes who don't get enough fucking credit. I just don't know if E3 is a place for that. I agree. And it's like, E3, if you want to make it about that, fine. Then make it about that. But right now, when you watch Sony's press conference, that's what E3 should be, which is here's a game, here's a game, here's a game, here's a game, here's a game. And it's just next, 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 where you go, oh, wow, they've got a lot of cool stuff. Right. And then give us some ETAs. Yeah. You know, and, exactly. And then the next day. Deadlines were not a good thing in E3. No. <laughs> then the next day, then you can do all your developer meetings and conferences right. and then talking about stuff like. You know, oh, you know, we really worked hard on this, and we really like the Frostbite engine. God damn, EA and their Frostbite engine—they are super proud of it, and it's pretty. God damn, they're proud of it. Like that's it's the one thing cold. they talk about a lot. They think it's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, my worst, my worst moment was the fact that once again, I'm not getting anything on Mass Effect, 
And normally I'd be like, hey, it's in development. It's fine. But at this point, it's fucking ridiculous. Is it killing it for you? It is. It's yeah. making it to where I go, maybe I don't want to play this one. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'm done with the franchise. You're yeah. not. You're going to play it. I'm probably going to play it, but they need to do a better job. At, this, just... point, at this point, it's like, imagine you're at work and you're okay. working on a project. And your, your boss comes to you and, you and they go, hey, where are we on this? And you go, hey, you know what? I'm working on it. Here's this one little thing that, that, I, that I noticed. It's really cool. It and, works really good. And, and, and your boss goes, cool, cool. When's it going to be done? You're like, I'm not sure yet. You know, it's very complex. But it's we'll, in development. You know, we'll, we'll let you know. And then she We're come, all very excited. Then she comes back to you the next week. She's like, hey, so where are we on this? And you're like, hey, you know what? We're working on it. Here's this other really cool thing that we're doing. And you're like, okay, okay cool. When's it going to be done? Uh, you know, it's very complex. We'll let you know. That, uh, At some point, your boss is going to be like, hey, are you actually working on this? That actually sounds like what about, what about the thing that we work. showed you previously? Well, you know, we, we got to a point in development where we realized it just really wasn't gelling. It wasn't working quite right. It so was, we restructured. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah. So I'm, well, I'm, I'm losing your, that. Your ape shittiness for yes. Mass Effect uh, reflects my ape shittiness for Crackdown 3. Yeah. Which last year at E3, uh, they showed some, some actual gameplay and it looked badass yes it did the fully destructible environments and like bring your friends into the game and break everything and it will be amazing yep and this year crickets not a damn thing said about crackdown 3 and except that it might be out at the beginning of 2017 <laughs> <laughs> and to me the fact that they didn't talk about it means one of two things one it's about done, oh, and they're wanting to they're wanting to save that hype, right? For uh, for the push, sure. Two, it's it, nowhere near it's done. Gonna come out ever, and they are. Uh, we'll tell you terrified. more. Quick con, yeah, and they're they're <laughs> terrified. Yeah. Uh, so no, I feel you. On if that. it's nowhere near done, they need to be terrified. Absolutely. Because Sean, we're yeah. all angry. I have a feeling I know what your worst news slash moment of the conference was, but what what was it? Have we already covered it with what the? Is uh, it? Well, the fact that they weren't making another Fallout Four DLC, right? Yeah, that was kind of. But it's going to be, and in they VR. didn't even mention it in the conference. They mentioned it during an interview. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, there, you know, there was something else, but I, I cannot recall. It's been a long week for me. Yeah. Um, what, what were you thinking? I was thinking it was going to be the fact that all the DLC for Fallout that they showed was pretty... It was... Yeah, eh. not, yeah kind of eh. It didn't feel Fallout. You know, yeah. Nuka World, like I said, Nuka World Nuka World's cool. interesting. The Vault Tech stuff looked cool. I'm not complaining but... too much about that until I see more about it. Yeah. Because I'm not sure how it's going to fit into the overall world story. Right. Um, unless you're allowed to sort of side with the Raiders from the very beginning. Yeah. It just doesn't... It's just weird. Yeah. Um, to suddenly shoehorn in that, oh, you know, I'm by side with the Raiders. Yeah. Um, Do you think Bethesda, at this point, has so many uh, irons in the fire? I think that's that, probably that part of what it is. Focus? I think another part of the, the reason why they've decided not to develop anymore is because there was so much of a sort of lackluster reception to Fallout. Right. It was huge that they announced it. It was huge that it came out. It was big for a few months until, and I enjoy playing it, 
and, and a lot of the fans, you know, still play it and enjoy playing it, but there's something about it that's sort of lost that fallout feeling. You've lost the that fallout feeling. Whoa, that fallout feeling. So you've oh lost my, that fallout feeling. Gone. Now it it's go gone. All the way. Gone, gone. Whoa. And I can't go. So I think they said they, they basically whoa, said, whoa. let's just cut it off here. But but Bethesda And it was said, all within a year. I mean it's it's I know, a but year. They said they have two giant projects coming up that are neither Fallout nor Elder Scrolls related. Right. That's why they're focusing That's on That's why this. they're not pulling out any more so Fallout like, well, or wait Elder Scrolls. <laughs> you come out with this big game. You say you're all excited about it. You've de- developed it for eight years or whatever. You, you, you've got all this great content you're going to give us. You're excited. You've opened up mods to consoles. We can all work together. That's a whole other issue. Um, <laughs> and then you just sort of go, okay, we're done with it. Yep. New stuff. New we did stuff. it. On. We did it. We did it. That, that's looking in the past. We're looking to the future. <laughs> and everyone's like, well, what the hell is it? And, and they'd mentioned these two other projects at the last E3. At the last E3. Yeah. And, well, they didn't say at that so time is it that, that it wasn't Fallout or Elder Scrolls is related. Is Witcher? Or well, not Witcher, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wolfenstein. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wolfenstein, I mean. Um, and then the other one's probably a new, some sort of new IP. No one's yeah. quite sure. But that basically means that they just put out some stuff for Fallout. Right. Yeah. And called it a day. And they did a little something or other and with that's Skyrim. that's lost a lot of the fans. A lot of the fans went, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, do, I do see more of a, um, a focus on, I don't want to say action gaming, mm-hmm. but something, you know, something like that with, with Doom yeah. and with uh, Quake. Uh, it's, you know, there's, there's this really cool, right. I mean, the stuff that they're putting out, is is fantastic. Right. But, uh, when I think Bethesda, I think Fallout, mm-hmm. I think, you know, Skyrim, yeah, I right. definitely uh, think Skyrim. you or know, so Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls, least, right. Yeah. Uh, what you, could it be? Right. You know, like even, even Wolfenstein, you could kind of, you know, you, you put that on the other half of that, but it's still. I don't know, man. I might have to dig into their past and see if there's something that something that they may be bringing, bringing back, back up. Yeah, because yeah. that seems to be their mo right now. Yeah. Well, it's they also somewhere along the lines did uh, at least hint that they were bringing out the next installment of the Elder Scrolls, right. and it was right. all going to be where over in the uh, yeah. Elven realm, something like that. They've they again in interviews and yeah. not during the actual showcase right they've sort of made little hints that there may be the next elder scrolls in in the works right but then they also said that the two big projects they're working on aren't fallout and elder scrolls right right. so if it's in the works like they're sort of contradicting themselves a lot right it's very confusing um so to wrap it up uh, cause we already talked about well, one of our topics was going to be what was missing, but we've already kind of talked about that. Yeah. We went no. in circles. Um, yeah, it, it turns out that was also our worst news slash moments for the conference. Uh, looking forward, uh, I, you know, coming out of E3, uh, I, I'm got to know a little bit more about Civ six, not because they were part of a, uh, uh, one of the conferences that I watched, but because they, they ended up talking to the fine folks at rooster teeth during their stream. Cool. And, Holy shit, that game looks amazing. 
so I'm really excited about that. Uh, I'm, you know, next year we'll have more information when it comes to mm-hmm. uh, Scorpio versus uh, the PlayStation 4K. Does you know does does Sony now go back to the drawing board and go? We've got to put, we've got to push. We got to yeah. get more. We got to get more out of the out of the system that we're coming up with. Um, and where do we go with VR? There's some really cool VR games that are coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will be the first real year of VR. Yep. Um, Batman VR apparently is you could be Batman is apparently phenomenal. I can already um, be Batman. <laughs> everybody, everybody who's played it has said, uh, like, this is this crazy. Is, this is the first real VR game they yeah, played. Yeah. Like, it's not... You actually feel like Batman. Yeah, you know, it, it's not like you're uh, in this world and the story's happening around you, which is fine for VR. I think that's a great medium for that. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're there and you're actually... Immersed yeah, into this. You yeah. are Batman. Well, except for maybe that turtle game. <laughs> turtle. Um, so I think this will be the first real year of VR. It'll be interesting to see where we are 365 yeah. days from now. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you? What about you guys? Looking forward for the next year in gaming as we because E3 kind of marks right. It's kind of the year end and the year beginning. Right. So. Uh, I'm I'm seeing a resurgence, and it's been slowly happening. Anyways, a resurgence of the uh, adventure game genre. Yep. Point and click adventure games. Uh, there, there's a lot of that going on and the uh the sort of top-down rpg you know like i was talking about yeah with uh torment um there's another one that uh i think it was obsidian is working on called tyranny yep, yep. which is basically the, the the polar opposite of uh pillars of eternity where you get yeah. to play a, a bad guy so that was interesting um there's a couple of uh, small ones that weren't really showcased but they they had uh Sort of appearances at E3 and stuff like that, like Thimbleweed Park. Mm-hmm. A lot um, of cool indie games coming out. A lot of cool year. little indie games. Um, I, I need to go back and look at everything that's coming out. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see where that goes. But I, I actually was pretty surprised how Doom and Quake really grabbed me. Yeah. Games like that, where I've sort of gone away from those style games for a while. But seeing those, I'm like, maybe I do want to get into those. Yep. They, they seemed really exciting. Uh, the stuff with Quake looked phenomenal. Yeah, it yeah. looked so good. And like you said, I I am not a great first-person shooter right. player. Overwatch, Overwatch play has them. me hooked because uh, of the way that it plays. Right. Yeah. And Quake, it's like cooperative. Yeah, and Quake looks like it's going to take part of that and, and make it to where... Yeah. And it looks like it's going to have that fast-paced action that, it, that right. it's known for. So I'm, so I'm absolutely excited about Quake. Right. We. Uh, what am I looking forward to next, out of E3? Uh, coming out of coming E3 out of for the next, next yeah, for the next 365 days. What do we, you know, now that we've got a little bit more information, what's going on in the gaming world? What, what's 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 got you? What's got you looking forward? Uh, the next big thing I'm looking for is For Honor. Good choice. Three uh, factions fighting against each other, pretty much capture the point type situations or castles or what have yeah. you. Vikings, samurai, and knights. Uh, knights. Nice. So yeah, two and of my three favorites are are in there. An awesome uh, style, and and it's a strategy fighter, which is right. cool. Right. No magic. Yeah, you know you you when you're fighting, you're you know you're, you're looking at the other guy's stance, going, okay, he's standing like this. He's a samurai. I'm a knight, so I need to stand. I need to switch to this stance, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like, all right, I need, I need to, to block here, and I need the to shield. Yeah, to come around on this. You know, side. it's it's all that kind of cool stuff. I think yeah. that game. Uh, I don't think they had a great E3 because last year's E3 for them was so yeah. good 
that this year they showed the uh, the single player campaign. Mm-hmm. That looked really cool. Yeah, um, I wasn't even aware there was a single player yep. campaign. I thought it was going to be like Overwatch, just uh, nope. Uh, you go in there with your team and go to work. So it's cool that there's yeah. a single player. I think, and that's let you get your mechanics down. I mm-hmm. think that's moving for talking about moving forward. I think that that's something that we're seeing is that we went through a period where all games were single player and they didn't have to have a multiplayer aspect. Mm-hmm. To then all the games had to be multiplayer and right. single player became a, a a secondary thing. And it feels like that pendulum is kind of swinging back to where it's like. Oh no! You, you you actually like single player gameplay? You know, like Titanfall last year did not, or a couple of years ago did not have a single player story. Now they're adding it for Titanfall two because enough people said, "I want to play this game," right. but I don't want to just get my ass handed to me online right. all the time. It adds playability for people that maybe don't like that that multiplayer cooperative type, yeah, genre. Or like, even, I'm not big on it myself. Yeah, or just you know, even just multiplayer when you're getting you know uh, versus, it's like. There are a lot of us that are not good at first-person shooters, right? And getting know, your hand, your, your ass handed to you all the time. Yeah, it does like, not make not the game a lot fun. of fun. No, nope. you know, and it's like it's like noob. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's yeah. hey, it's great if you're somebody who's good at Call of Duty or, or you know, I I've played a shit ton of Battlefield in my life, all the way back Battlefield 1942, all the way up because I love that franchise. But at the same time, I don't play a ton of Battlefield now because I suck at first-person shooters. Mm-hmm. So it makes it a bit tough for me to be like, hey, I really want to spend 60 bucks on this game and, and put a bunch of hours into it. But if it's got a single-player campaign, okay, now I've got something I can play. Right. And then the multiplayer becomes an extra bit for me. So I'm excited to see that we're going to start seeing more single-player stuff come, coming down the pipeline. All right, well, guys, that's it for All this right. week. Uh, thank you for our E3 kind of roundup here. Yeah, it was a big week. Yeah. It was. Uh we will not be back here in two weeks. I will be in Austin, Texas for RTX, which is Rooster Teeth's conference. And I will actually be in Massachusetts. Fantastic. I'll still so be here. You'll still be here. <laughs> I won't be doing a podcast, apparently. No. Uh, so we'll see you in about a month. Uh, you can find us on Twitter to keep up with us. I'm at Aaron underscore Porter underscore is. Lee is at Grim142. And Sean is at I am Sean Jones. Yes, he, he is. is. <laughs> All right. And until about a month from now, gentlemen, let's go play some games. All right. I will. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network. <laughs>